Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Many years ago, there was a woman in my parish whose sister had become Pentecostal. And so she was very enamored with spiritual gifts, especially, of course, with the gifts of speaking in tongues and healing. One day, her father became very ill, and she requested that I go to visit her father in the hospital. As a courtesy to her, since he was a member of a different Lutheran church, I went as a courtesy, and I entered the room. And as I entered the room, there was the father lying on the bed, dying, with his wife next to him. The member of my church was sitting there along with her sister, the Pentecostal. So I enter this room of total strangers, and there's tension. The father, who had been a good Lutheran all his life, only knew God's healing through doctors and medicine. The sister, who was Pentecostal, was claiming God's healing on him and expected him to pop up out of the bed at any time. And so there I was with people I did not know, all but one I had never seen before. And so after the usual introductions, something came over me and I started speaking very boldly, something I don't usually do. I'm not a very bold person. And I said, God does heal, but God heals in many different ways. Sometimes the way God heals is not the way we want or the way we expect. God heals the way God wants to heal, and sometimes the healing that God brings us is a healing in our soul. And with that, I said a prayer with the family, and I left. And I was leaving, as I was leaving the room, I started shaking, and I thought to myself, what have I done to these people whom I had never seen before? And sure enough, two days later, the man died. A healing story of sorts. You see, God healed him. He was no longer in pain and suffering. He was now with God in eternity. God healed him in God's way. The story we read today was also a healing story. I don't know if you caught it. It's a story of healing. Let me read that phrase again. And the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. Healed the people? From what? There was no mention of illness, no mention of death, no mention of plague, no mention of any of that stuff. From what did God heal the people? In the reign just before King Hezekiah, King Ahaz, was considered a very wicked king. King Ahaz had brought worship of other gods into the land. King Ahaz had done all kinds of evil, including, it says, he sacrificed his own sons to the gods. One of those things that God considered particularly hateful in the Old Testament. And they had not celebrated the Passover for many years. King, Ahaz, King Hezekiah came and he cleaned away the high places, he purified the temple, and he prepared to celebrate the Passover. God was healing the people. 
For two centuries, the nation had been divided, the north against the south. Several times they went to war. In King Ahaz's day, they had gone to war at one point. But now, in the time of King Hezekiah, the northern kingdom had been destroyed. It had been overrun by the Assyrians. So as they prepared for the Passover, King Hezekiah sent messengers up to the north. And here's what it says in the, in the verses just before our text for today. The couriers went from town to town in Ephraim and Manasseh, as far as Zebulun. But the people scorned and ridiculed them. So Hezekiah takes the opportunity to send messengers up north to invite them to celebrate the Passover with him. And the messengers are scorned and ridiculed. But in verse 11, the next verse it says, Nevertheless, some men of Asher, Manasseh, and Zebulun humbled themselves and went to Jerusalem. God was healing the people. There was another problem. The problem was, after all these years of wickedness and evil, after all these years of neglect of the temple, the people had not been consecrated, they had not been purified, they were not ritually prepared to celebrate the, the, the Passover. On top of that, besides the people not preparing, all these people that came down from the north where they had not worshipped God in many years came down and there was an overabundance of people who were not prepared to celebrate the Passover. And yet they did. And Hezekiah prayed. Here is the, here is the prayer recorded by Hezekiah. May the Lord who is good, pardon everyone who sets his heart on seeking God, the Lord, the God of his fathers, even if he is not clean according to the rules of the sanctuary. And God was healing the people. The response to this was a joyful response of celebration as they celebrated the Passover for, several, for seven days with sounds of music, sounds of trumpet, and it's recorded in our reading, the Israelites who were present in Jerusalem celebrated the Feast of Unleavened Bread for seven days with great rejoicing, while the Levites and priests sang to the Lord every day, accompanied by the Lord's instruments of praise. And God was healing the people. God heals in many different ways. This text was chosen because it connects to the gospel from yesterday. The gospel appointed from yesterday, if you remember, is the story of a Pharisee inviting Jesus to dinner. And while they're at dinner, this woman, this sinful woman, comes in and acts very strangely. She starts washing his feet with her tears, wiping them with her hair, and anointing his feet with perfume. Bizarre behavior. And Jesus doesn't stop her, and, he's, and it's embarrassing the host, the Pharisee. But instead of stopping her, Jesus speaks to the Pharisee and says to him, imagine that there are two people who owed money to their master. One owed a lot of money and one owed a little, and the master forgave them their debt. Who would love the master more? And the Pharisee said, the one who had the greater debt forgiven. And Jesus turns to the woman and said, your sins are forgiven. And then Luke records in the very next uh, paragraph that there were a number of women who had been forgiven, who had been healed rather of illnesses and had evil spirits driven out. And they 
followed Jesus and his disciples, serving them and supporting them out of their means. All kinds of healing taking place, all kinds of things going on. Let me tell you the rest of the story of the man who died. Some months later, I met his widow. I had only seen her that one time, but there was a gathering, and I, she happened to be there. And she said, thank you to me for, for speaking words of hope and healing in their difficult situation. Words of hope and healing. As baptized children of God, you have been healed. You have been healed in many ways. Your sins are forgiven. You may have been near death, and you may have been healed from the bounds of death. You may have had a time of separation from someone you love, and maybe through forgiveness you were reconciled. You may have suffered a great loss, a loss of a loved one, a loss of a job, a great loss, and perhaps God brought you healing. I imagine if we started telling stories, we would have among us hundreds of stories of God's healing. Now our calling is to bring that healing to the world. Our calling is to be people who bring God's healing message to the world around us, a world that's hurting, a world that's in pain, a world that's suffering. You see, you are Hezekiah. And Hezekiah prayed, and God healed the people. In the name of Jesus, amen.